can need you to to up the energy. I know. I'm. I need to do some jumping jacks. Mm-hmm. Just like let you last week. <laughs> I had energy. I was just like losing my mind. <laughs> I did listen to the episode because I didn't edit any of it just to make sure I didn't say anything like crazy. <laughs> I didn't. Just my email. Mm-hmm. Just your mm-hmm. your email address. Yeah, which I was like, oh, he didn't. Uh, didn't bleep it take out. Take that out. You could have no. cut it out pretty easily, and I probably would have if I was editing the episode. Yeah, probably. You said, probably. no, no, keep it in. I just thought about that right now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to text <sighs> you about it, and I was like, I'll talk to him on Tuesday. <laughs> After the episode came out? I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm sure he'll take it out before it was released, and then I listened to it yesterday. Hmm. I was like, hmm. oh, he didn't. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a cre- that's a fun choice. <laughs> Ho- Hoagie, Hoagie, you know, my mom and Savannah, they already know your email. <laughs> You're okay. Well, your mom never emails me. Right. Well, maybe she will now. Maybe she'll now that start, she knows yeah. It. No, I don't think anyone will email me. You? No, I don't okay, think so. you. <laughs> me? You texted me and you said this movie is crazy. Mm hmm. And then you didn't give any explanation to what you were talking about. <laughs> because at the point that when you texted me that, at the point I was at in the movie, I knew what happened because I've seen this before. But the mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. I was at, and I like assumed we started it around the same time, nothing crazy had happened yet. <laughs> it's like either he started this way earlier than I thought he did, or he just thinks normal stuff is crazy. <laughs> just like hanging out and falling in love. He's <laughs> this like, he's parties. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, um, I texted you that around the point where, um, <laughs> the, f- the first moment where he thinks about killing, uh, what's her name? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, the first moment where it, like, pops into his head, and, like, you can tell, like, they don't, and one of the things I liked about it was that they'd never, like, um, um, expressly said that, like, this is what he was thinking. But um, it was very clear, like what he was hearing on the radio and like what he was thinking, and I was like, "What? This movie? It was not what I was expecting." (laughs) I yeah, I think that's what I like about it. I I wrote so many notes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, the majority of them are about how hot Montgomery Clift is. Which you can't blame me for. The first <laughs> Courtney Courtney, welcome to film school. I'm Tyler. This is Courtney, my my lovely co host. The first thing I wrote down was who's this hunk? Yes. <laughs> my first note is Montgomery Clift is so hot and that's mostly what we're gonna talk about in this episode. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and then just throughout my notes, which I took so many, throughout my notes there's just like all caps. Uh Monty is hot. Montgomery Clift is hot. Wow, I like him in that white shirt. Like, <laughs> just over and over again. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's it just you know who who would who would uh, he's he's uh you know on the side of the road with his thumb out. Who wouldn't pick that man up? You know what I mean? Right. Come on. Well, in college, um, our friend Sydney loved Montgomery Clift. 
And she'd always talk about how hot he was when we'd watch these movies in class. <laughs> uh, I wish I had more classes with you guys in film. That would have mm-hmm. been fun. Well, and we will cut this out, but she used to say because he was in a really bad car accident. Oh, damn. Um, in 1957, that like messed up his face <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and so she always used to be like, oh, Montgomery Clift is so hot pre accident. <laughs> uh, but if he you didn't know. movies post accident. Oh, like what? I couldn't tell you. Oh. Off the top of my head. <laughs> um, but if you didn't know, the movie we're talking about today is A Place in the Sun. It's it's an older one, you know, we're going back and forth. Uh November ninth, nineteen fifty one. What were you doing then? Back then, you know, I was I was working the steel mill. Mm. Mm-hmm. On the line, you know, every day. Right, right. right. I feel like it's actually been a while since we've done like a super old movie. Like it was probably what, like Roman Holiday or something. I don't know, but um, I uh, probably it's a Wonderful Life. Oh yeah, duh. but oh oh oh, uh, young George Bailey is in this movie. Really? Yeah, he's a Boy Scout. He's he's the main Boy Scout oh. who has the line. He's oh. the only uh, Boy Scout uh, who talks. <laughs> um. Okay. But he, of the two. but he's a little older, yeah. He he's a little older, so it it, it was like um, I didn't recognize him at first, and then I was like, oh wait wait a minute, <laughs> that's young George Bailey. Oh, I would never have caught that. But yeah, uh, it had a budget of two point nine five million, which is crazy small. <laughs> no, but a huge for nineteen fifty one. Yeah, I was like. Um, kind of shocked. I I was really like, um, I probably should have looked more into it because I was like, that seems like a huge budget. Hmm. Um, and it made seven million. Yeah, this was a huge smash. Um, and is this runtime right? I think it's two hours, forty-five minutes, or something like. No, that. the two forty-five was um, with commercials. <sighs> right. It's two oh hours my. and one minute, which is why, yeah, it's not actually that long. <laughs> it's almost three hours. But yet, uh, runtime of two hours and one minute. Uh, it felt a little long to me. The beginning felt really long to me. Yeah. Um, but I feel like once we got like to the midpoint and like the second half of the film, it was fine. Um. One of the notes I wrote, though, was like, boy, beginning of movies used to be so boring when they assumed the audience had an attention span. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they like don't. Like, now it's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> like, right, they are it. not and trying the like, very hard yeah. to This is like, attention. we can do a long, like, people are so, <laughs> uh, you know, starved for entertainment. We can do a long um, credits. And then we can we can show him getting on the train. Mm-hmm. Ooh, show all of that bullshit. Even the um, the uh, court scene at the end, they showed like the entirety of the uh, like cross examination. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this could be a montage practically. <laughs> yeah, the court scene made me laugh really hard. 
dude, he got so dramatic. The the pers- the prosecutor. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny that he like was walking with a cane, like <laughs> at the crime scene and all of that stuff. But then I almost did like a spit take uh, when he when he just had um, uh, George sitting in the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As if that would show anything. Yeah. <laughs> There's like any signs. He's like, um, we have this boat. Uh, could you show us how she stood up and then fell out of the boat? Like, <laughs> Let, we have this boat. Let's put it in the middle of this tiny, tiny courtroom. Let's have all the people move the tables and chairs so that we can fit this large canoe <laughs> in this room. Oh my god! And then, <laughs> like, uh, have him sit in it. Like he really, he physically had to sit in the boat. And then the prosecutor got up and like started smashing the boat. Yeah, yeah, it was so dramatic. And I was like, wow. <laughs> it reminded me of like the John Mulaney like before, like forensics. You know, <laughs> yeah, investigations were pointless. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess same with the courtroom. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're telling me you couldn't swim over there and say, yeah, man, I don't know. He was like, it was cold and dark. She was clearly hit by the boat. <laughs> she like, I mean, there was stuff going on beside, like, I don't, I, I don't know. That's, they don't, yeah. Do you, so They didn't show us that part. Right. They don't show us that part explicitly, so we don't truly know what happened. D- what do you think happened? Well, I mean... He he calls himself guilty in the end, but I don't yeah, know if that's because... like a metaphor. <laughs> I think that we're skipping right to the end. The <laughs> all that other stuff not important. Yeah, um, I have extensive notes though. But <laughs> I don't know. I think the first time I watched this, I was like, I felt so, I like couldn't believe he died at the end. <laughs> I was like. Excuse me? Jesus. <laughs> this movie for the time it was made is so fucking dark. And like, <laughs> and like taboo in a way where like if it was made now it would still be. Yeah. Taboo. It's not just like. No happy it's ending? It's not just like scandalous for the 50s. It's like scandalous now, which is like weird like subject matter wise. But the. um, <laughs> I oddly don't think he was he's guilty even though like. I, it's tough because when you actually watch the scene, he at that point has decided not to I, drown her, even though he has spent like forty five minutes of the movie just kind of in a corner, like, "Ooh, how am I gonna, <laughs> am I gonna get her to a lake?" Yeah. You know, and then um, goes through with most of it. Goes through with most of it, but then at the end, it's because she's an idiot and <laughs> stands up. I like, know I, <laughs> that was one of the things that I noticed throughout the movie was like, or like, at, at there was one point in the movie. Where, so the the whole movie, I was feeling bad for what is her what is even her name? Alice. Alice. Which I didn't, I could not remember through the whole movie. I had to look it up. Well, and they're also it's Alice and Angela. They're both A names. So yeah, I was thinking about that. Who too. wrote that? Goddamn, George Stevens, <laughs> maybe screenwriting one hundred and one. <laughs> Come on, it's this is based off a book. Oh okay, well, to the author then. Um, okay, but. Alice, I, I was feeling so bad for her the whole time. I'm like, this guy is a dick. He is cheating on you. He is playing you. And then 
<laughs> there's one moment where she's like, you're going to marry me or I'm going to kill myself. And I was like, oh, maybe she's a- okay. Um, <laughs> you think I, <laughs> um, at that point, I think my note was, ugh, women. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's-, she's like, you will marry me or I will tell everyone what you did. And, <laughs> and then I'll kill myself. <laughs> I was like, Jesus whoa, whoa. Christ. That's called lady. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> There's a <laughs> the note I have right before then. <laughs> There's um I think it's when Angelo and George are in the car and she looks at him and goes, What are you thinking about, George? And I wrote, uh, drowning my pregnant girlfriend. Because mm-hmm. that's who <laughs> should be his response. <laughs> So, uh, I might have just missed it, but like, when were we supposed to know that she was pregnant before she went to that guy for help? That old guy. Yeah, he was a doctor. He was a doctor. Um, okay, okay. Didn't catch that either. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> well, because she's asking him for an abortion. I think is the subtext of that scene. Hmm. Mm. Oh, and he, I oh see okay because he's just telling Which, her like go home, go to your family, you you know get yeah because she's kind of like I like you don't understand. He's like why did you come to me? And she's kind of like because I heard you would give me an abortion. Um, <laughs> and he's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I have so many thoughts on that scene because it's I think it's very well written, but it also made me so unbelievably angry, <laughs> like how sad it was. Like she just needed his procedure done and he was like he basically said well it's your fault (laughs) yeah he said he said you should have known um when you got married that this was a possibility she's like i'm not married she's like i'm not married i'm like he's not sticking with me yeah that scene is so dark yeah um and i i don't know if uh this is getting cut out at the beginning but uh i mentioned to you that i'm so tired (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm just very, very tired. So uh, maybe you know, half asleep. <laughs> just things were flying over my head in this movie. Apparently, because I didn't. Because <laughs> there's right in the middle of my notes is like me just <laughs> writing in all caps. Uh, she's married. <laughs> They're married. She's <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> I think they they definitely hint at it because she when he comes back from that party, the first time he's a real dick. Uh, when he comes mm-hmm. back from that party and um, she, like, had that birthday cake dinner. Um, and I think she takes melted ice cream out of a t- <laughs> out of a thumb and puts it on his plate. And that was making me laugh. Because, like, they don't address it. But I was like, what a slop is she putting on his plate? I think it's melted ice cream because he, cause he was four hours late. Right. Um, he's a real scrub in this movie. Uh, but she... She says she starts crying and she's like, "We're in trouble. We're in real trouble." And I think, mm. like, I feel like that was like common phrasing of the time. Like, you got a girl in trouble was like, you got her pregnant. See, right over my, right over my head. <laughs> I also have seen this movie before and was like, sure, yeah. And I also like, I for, I had almost completely forgotten like what happened to this movie, except I remember that he died at the end, and I remember that that he drowned his girlfriend. <laughs> Um, like, like vaguely, I was like, I don't remember what happened. Like, I remember it wasn't like his fault, but whatever. And then there was parts of the movie where like 
when she when she's like, well, I don't know how to swim. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I remember what happens. Oh, shit, she doesn't know how to swim. Yeah. I know where this is going. Um, oof. Because they it's say that they it was it was really well written where like you um she says some she mentions how she can't swim on their like first quote unquote date when he just like walks her home um yeah and people were just the tangent people were just so ready to fall in love back then just so it seems that way yeah it happened so quickly and easily crazy. Both of them. I mean, it's it's also it's also a movie. Also true, but like yeah. he's he's like bonkers for her after walking her home. Well, I think what we're supposed to believe is that like they've been working next to each other at this factory for months, sure, and have been like wanting to ask each other out, but they couldn't because of that rule. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, the movie starts with him hitchhiking. And um, he he finds his way to wherever his family lives, his extended family lives, that he's apparently never met. And um, he has this meeting with his uncle, who's this businessman, high highfalutin businessman. He owns the place. And they're like, oh, well, you'll need an appointment. And he's like, he slides him a card, and he's like, um, it's got his you know his uncle's handwriting on it and he's just like show this to the guy at the front i did say why like, oh, why does okay. having crayon on a business card good for anything <laughs> it did look like crayon like it looked like a four-year-old like, wrote like <laughs> it looks like one of those bin. uh like um prop pencils <laughs> you know the ones that are like oh, like for like therapy <laughs> yeah you know what it looks like it looked like um I hope the rest of this podcast is us just listing what it looked like, but it looks like one of those pencils that like an art teacher has or like when a teacher grades that like you pull, it's like red and you pull the, um, like there's like a little thing that you pull, um, at the tip that like the lead out of it, it, it like instead of sharpening it, you pull it and it like removes it. So then there used to like expose more. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. 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 Thing. Yeah. 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 That's what it looked like. Yeah. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um so he goes up he talks to his uncle he's like why don't you come over for dinner or something tonight and so he does and we get a scene of like just the uncle and his family before our boy our hunky boy arrives uh-huh. and they're being so pretentious yeah they're like oh he's poor you know he's <laughs> ugh, he's he's you know he's probably dirty they, <laughs> they don't say he's probably dirty they do say essentially the line that i wrote down was um what are we gonna do about him socially and then the son says that's easy we'll leave town which was kind of a funny line yeah <laughs> mean but funny they're so mean yeah for sure well oh, and then when she's man. talking to him the the wife is like how is your mother uh we've never met but i've heard of her yeah <laughs> which is crazy yeah they're close Th- that, family like, they're they yeah they're, they're like not distant yeah uh, but they've never met and their social status is like opposite ends of the also sucker. he's like i'm i grew up so poor it's like well you're because your family sucks and wasn't helping you out at all apparently i think right. it is though we're supposed to be because his family's so religious that like mm. that's why they weren't necessarily in contact with the rest of the family 
Hmm. But then, what happens? He finds he finds a place to stay, and then he just starts working at this. Um, what what were they even doing? It looked like he was like just stacking books. No, they were putting. So the women on the line were putting bathing suits in boxes, and then he was stacking the boxes. Uh, which is why uh, he says, um, like they're talking about bathing suits. And right, he's like, Do you right. look good in a why bathing suit? Why don't you yeah, put like, one on Do yourself? You, know you look good in a bathing suit? And she's like, I don't know how to swim. And it's like, God, Ooh. he's so horny. <laughs> he truly is. Like, <laughs> although in that first scene. This is the first time you've talked to this woman. <laughs> well, we, I think we can like assume they've talked before, they've been working next to each other for months. Yeah, but they're on a factory line. How much chit chat is going on? Ooh, you know I feel like I mean? every job I've ever had, all I've done is talk. That's when I'm true. not supposed to, I haven't worked at a factory, but yeah, I worked at Dairy Queen, and we just like stood there, <laughs> um, <and> talked. <laughs> I wrote, "Wow, Montgomery Clift is hot again," in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the I think um Alice, uh, looks like. Like Brie Larson. Oh yeah, Bobo Brie Larson is what I'm gonna call her. But Bobo, like fake. Oh okay yeah 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 no I see that. Um, and then Angela is Elizabeth Taylor. Hell yeah! Why do I know that name? And why? Are you kidding? I uh, know. <laughs> He's like one of the most famous yeah, actors of all time. That's why I know the name. But yeah. Considered the most beautiful woman in the world, um, known for, she was married like five times or something. Um, she was in Giant and A Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, one of my faves, mm. and um, Cleopatra, and a bunch of other stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What's um. What, do you know what else Montgomery Clift is known for? You know, at one point I did, because I've definitely seen a few of his movies. Did I look it up before this? No. No, I didn't. No, no. Um, From Here to Eternity. Okay. Red River. The Search. Hmm. He is not in that much. He... um. His the search was nineteen forty eight and then he died in nineteen sixty six, sixty seven. Oh man. Of a heart attack. He died when he was forty five of a heart attack. Which is Sheesh. crazy. Yeah. He had a sad life, it seems. He was in that car accident, leaving a party at from he was leaving a party at Elizabeth Taylor's house. And fell asleep at the wheel and crashed into a telephone pole. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I confess I have seen. It's a Hitchcock movie, so of course I've seen it. Ah, yeah. And he plays a <laughs> priest, and I'll tell you what, he's real hot. Hot priest. Fleabag. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Fleabag? Yes, of course I've seen God. Fleabag. Oh, my God. What a... What a freaking show, dude. Yeah. Shelly Winters, who plays Alice, is she famous? I think so. Yeah. She seems famous. <laughs> she did good. I mean, she uh, 
She really had a a zane in her eyes. You know, well, what she's I mean? won two Oscars. Oh so boy. I'm gonna go with yes. Hmm. I don't know what else she's been in that you would know. Hmm. I feel like that's all you really need to know about the cast. <laughs> Fred Clark plays Bellows. Anne Revere plays Hannah East. There's a lot of Eastmans in this so movie. So many Eastmans. But can't really tell the... Ooh, Hannah or Anna Revere, who plays um, Montgomery Cliff's mother, was a me- I read this as a member of the Communist Party. And this was the last oh. movie she was in before she was blacklisted. And then she... Until 1970. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Did she keep acting after that? Yeah, I think so. Oh, good for her. Raymond Burr is the district attorney, and he is just making a meal out of every scene he's in. <laughs> every line. Ooh, oh, he my chews God. every line. <laughs> he's crazy. He is. From the moment what he... What a character choice that cane, too. The cane is so funny. <laughs> And it's almost like a sketch character is what it feels like. But then he called uh, the the like, coroner calls to say they found a body in the lake. And <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. He answers the phone and the coroner's talking, assuming like uh, saying like two, two people drown in the lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marlo goes, oh, like, <laughs> like oh. Ooh, go on. <laughs> is that how he says it? <laughs> I was like, what an interesting line reading. (laughs) And he's like, write this down. A couple drowned. (laughs) Um Yeah, he I feel like he was really the only other memorable character. It was like the three main Well and then uh the um what's her for Angela's dad. Yeah, and then uh yeah, Angela's dad and his uncle, I guess. He, they're pretty important. But but we forgot to go over uh, some more fun facts. Uh, the, the aspect ratio was 1.37 to 1. Nice and square. Very square. Just how I like it. <laughs> Very square. Directed by George Stevens. He also uh, did Giant, Shane, and The Diary of Anne Frank. All three of which I've not seen. Um, Giant, I believe, is also starring um, Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, okay. In my in my mind, she won an Oscar for that, but I don't know. <laughs> I choose to believe she won an Oscar for that. And I think <laughs> What's-His-Face was in it. Uh, uh, James Dean. Oh. I am correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up now, and Elizabeth Taylor was in it, and James Dean. Um, and she did not win an Oscar. Oh no. Um, yeah. Wow. Really tough for me to be wrong on that. Um, <laughs> and you know what's even worse? She wasn't even nominated. Oh my. Wow. Um. <laughs> Um, has anyone made? Has anyone before me ever made the uh, connection between uh, Elizabeth Taylor and Lucy from Charlie Brown? Um, no. 
big Lucy from Charlie Brown vibes. And my <laughs> my note is, oh shit, he just fell in love with Lucy from <laughs> Charlie Brown. <laughs> like personality wise, just by looking at her. Just the vibe she gives off right at the beginning, like right when she walks in, I was like, the way she said a couple of her lines at the beginning, just very reminiscent of Lucy. But other, no, not for the rest of the movie, it's not like she's acting like Lucy. Yeah, she's very like, like doe-eyed and like innocent. Yeah. Lucy's hard and (laughs) cold. It also seems like she, in the beginning, it seems like she's dating, um... Earl, the brother. Oh. But then there was no like there was no like duel, you know. So So I guess not. Right. Hmm. God, he was a prick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um (laughs) Well, so he puts him he like puts him to work in the factory or whatever and then when george is on a date Mm -hmm. with alice she's like we all know that you're gonna get like plucked from this factory and they're gonna put you in the front office and then you're gonna make a lot of money and then you're gonna hang out with them and blah 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 blah." um and he's kind of like me who me no like that would never (laughs) even though like he's clearly into it yeah yeah that's exactly what he wants to happen and then it does and then it does um because yeah. nepotism makes the world go round. Yeah, it really does. This movie is uh, all an allegory about what happens when you have premarital sex. Um, you die. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why I wanted us to watch it. I want everyone <laughs> to remember that the two characters who have sex before marriage die yeah. in dramatic ways. <laughs> so dramatic this movie is crazy this movie is crazy i do i do love it because i feel like it's so unexpected from like oh a 1950s movie it's probably just gonna yeah. be like a nice um <laughs> it's so loud <laughs> Jesus Christ. we should keep all of this in <laughs> okay I feel like it's so unexpected, oh. like a 1950s movie. Um, I think you'd expect it to just be like, oh, he's in love with both girls. What's he going to do about it? But then it's like, oh, he's going to kill, kill one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he gets her pregnant. <laughs> she tries to get an abortion. Um, he wants to refuse to marry her. He's wholly <laughs> cheating on her. And then he's like, you know what I'll do? She told me she's a bad swimmer. And I will uh, take her out to the lake and push her off a boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I thought it was gonna be like a, like a pontoon boat, you know, or so. So when he when they stepped into a canoe, I was, it it's made me laugh. Boat. It's a it's a rowboat. Yeah, I thought that was very funny. Well, what's funny to me, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to blame the victim. I don't want to blame <laughs> Brie Larson, but she almost this woman is pregnant. Mm-hmm. She she knows she can't swim. Mm-hmm. she has told she, us that mm-hmm. um when she gets into the boat she almost falls and he has to help her just because she's standing mm-hmm. and it's a little wobbly right and so then she decides when they're in the middle of the lake it's already dark out and he says we should go back because it's dark and probably getting dangerous she says no i think i'll stand <laughs> 
I think I'll walk towards you on this boat that I've almost fell on when I can't swim and we're in the middle of the lake. I have no idea how deep the water is. I she, think stand exudes, is where I'm going to go. <laughs> she exudes no fear, too. Yeah, she's like, and she's trying to comfort him. She literally, it's like such a crazy fight. She's like, oh, George. Oh, with her George. Arms like- <laughs> she says, um, oh, my God. <laughs> she says, she's like, what are you, what did you wish for when you saw that star? Um, I wished that you would love me again. And I was like, oh, heartbreaking. Because <laughs> to be fair, again, I can't tell if I love or hate her. Yeah. Like. To be fair, he pursued her. Right. He fully went after her. She kept being like, I don't think you should come in. I don't want to get in trouble with my landlady. And he's like, no, we're going to fuck. Like, <laughs> there was so many times when she was like, whoa, buddy, slow your roll. And he was like, no, no. Um, Come in. I'll turn the music down. And yeah. and then he gets her pregnant and then is like not into it anymore. She didn't want any of this. <laughs> but still, she should not have stood up. Yeah. No life jacket. He, like, I feel like he he, he drives her crazy. Yeah. Well, pregnant women be crazy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Pregnant women be tripping. I'm kidding. All women are crazy. <laughs> but even before <laughs> the pregnancy, man, she, with the suicide thing, I was like, oh, my. That was after the pregnancy. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's what she's. That's what she's saying. You have to marry me. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 That's okay. yeah. She's like, you will marry me, or I will tell everyone that you got me pregnant, and then I will kill myself. Right. But she also so in that like fight uh, on the boat, she's like, did you? I wish that you loved me again, which is very sad. And then she's like, did you wish that I was, um, that like. You could be with someone else. Do you wish you were, or do you wish you were out here with someone else? Is that what you wished? Or maybe mm. you wish that I wasn't here at all. Maybe you wish that I like had drowned or something. And, and she's like really going at him, which he a hundred percent deserves. My only complaint is why do it in the middle of the lake when you can't swim um, on, a, <laughs> on a not stable yeah. boat? You're picking the wrong uh, moment. Yeah, wrong setting. Yeah. Um. Ooh. And then. And she, and then he's like crying, and she's like, "Oh, let me wipe your tears." And that's when she falls. Yeah. And he even tries to like stop her. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, there! <laughs> whoa, there! <laughs> whoa, lady, we shouldn't stand on boats." If you uh. learn anything from this movie, it's don't stand up on boats. Oh, or or have um premarital sex. Ugh, that's what you should learn from life. <laughs> but. A tale is all this time. That is fair. Don't have sex before you're married. Or don't you'll die. <laughs> don't have uh, sex on boats. Don't try to date two women at the same time. That's another one. You know, it, I almost expected <laughs> and I hope you him to have like. The light, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this movie <laughs> makes you really rethink. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) i i honestly thought (laughs) at one point there this movie was gonna have the mo the the like stereotype of like he's at the party with both girls (laughs) and he's gotta go back if it was a comedy they would (laughs) have 
And I think yeah. in the beginning, it's so like, is this a like, is this gonna be yeah. like a fun romp? And then all of a sudden, it's like, no, 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 we're focusing so much on drowning. Drowning is the fourth lead in this movie. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, are they about to have premarital sex? And then in all caps, for shame. <laughs> Okay, so his relationship with Angela. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Um. Hmm. See, I thought the like. What I thought. So as I was as I was watching this movie, I was kind of like predicting it, right? As it was. So imagine the curveball. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm trying to predict what's going to happen and in this movie. And you can't. I feel like and if then... you haven't seen this movie. You cannot predict what's gonna happen. And then, and then he's like, he's hearing on the radio about how someone drowned drowned in a river or like on a lake over the over the summer or whatever. <laughs> the music gets all dramatic, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, wait, he gonna drown? Jesus Christ, George! Holy shit! Calm down. <laughs> um, you know what was cool about that scene? Bef- it when hmm. he's listening to the radio and he's having a little breakdown. In the back, there's like a light um, blinking, and it says mm-hmm. Vicar, which is Angela's last name. Oh yeah, I saw. I did see that. Yeah, that's a fun yeah. detail. But so before that moment, before that crazy <laughs> twist, um, I was like, oh, okay, I I know what's gonna happen. They're gonna be, you know, sh- he's gonna go. For for uh, Alice at first, for Brie Larson mm-hmm. first, and be like, "I love you, babe. You know, you're you're my all time gal." Or I don't know what they you're used to say back it. then. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he's gonna get caught up in the whole Angela thing and realize, you know, she's like this materialistic like. You, you thought know, it was gonna be like a two thousand two rom com. Yeah, and then he'd in the end he'd go back to be with Alice, and they'd live happily ever after. <laughs> Little no, did I no. know <laughs> what I was getting myself into. <laughs> but uh, the one of the first things I wrote down was um, "Say Mama one oh more." Oh my time. god, I wrote "Mama's." It's gross. Say it one more time, George. <laughs> No, I, I think Angela says it too much. She she does too, but he says it every sentence of this phone call. He's like, "Yes, mama." I think that might of be course, like mama. she was strict. I think like I think so and and yeah. from reading the reviews, um which are always so telling. Uh <laughs> I think that the book obviously cuz all like books are more detailed and there's more going on, so I think that mm-hmm. the like sort of subplot with his mother and his background of being super religious was probably way bigger mm-hmm. in the book, and there's probably something to the like she was really strict, and that feels like a like yeah leftover from his childhood, right? Like almost like saying sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Whatever I, she said, I Mama. Though like... I was like, you stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was like teasing him you know well, but then at the end she says like <laughs> she says it randomly to him again um <laughs> and oh i forget it's like when they're talking and they're like i love you oh she says i love you mama or something 
Ooh. And I was like, ooh, no thank you. <laughs> ooh. Uh-uh. No thanks. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No thanks. Um. I just wrote, young George Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, there was also uh, some of the... So from a like directing standpoint, I thought this movie was pretty standard, except for a few really cool moments. The Vickers thing, mm-hmm. that that shot was really pretty. It yeah. was like a painting. Um, the uh, earlier on with the um, they do this like tracking shot. Yeah, which seemed to like there's a lot of complex tracking shots for... that were cool. I thought. Yeah, uh, there's this tracking shot where um, him and Alice are like making out, and he like takes her from the sidewalk to this tree, and then the camera is like the tree is like in between the camera and them, mm-hmm. which was cool. They were like framed by it, and then they move again to the front door of her apartment, and the camera stays with them. I thought that was cool, and then this one that I wrote down is the the I think it's the coolest shot in the whole movie is when they drive off on the speedboat he's like he was trying to get away from everyone but then Mm -hmm. they all piled in the speedboat and they zoom off right he's driving they zoom off and you slowly start to hear the radio and the camera pans over to the radio that's on the dock like it's just sitting on the dock on and it's just talking about the case like the news of like we found this girl in the river or the in the lake and like people are thinking it's or the police think it's a homicide and like like it's like ooh this is eerie <laughs> <laughs> about that scene so he has just um uh w- committed or witnessed a drowning right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um think whatever you like and then they throw a girl off the speedboat and then yeah. speed off, and I was like, "That is so fucking dangerous." Yeah, I she was gets like, "Caught she, in that rudder, she probably <laughs> drowned." Like they just <laughs> threw her off and left. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, sir! It's not time yeah. to be playing fast and loose, considering your track record." <laughs> well, and yeah, like he drove off. I don't even know if he was, you know, aware that this woman had just been thrown off his his boat because he was so like. Meh, I just want to be alone. But like the the people who threw her off, were they just being assholes? Like you're not coming with us, a loser. Yeah, I think it was like it seemed like um like it was like her boyfriend nagging her or something. And then she doesn't <laughs> get to go on the boat. We don't it's know like, what happened to her. Damn. She probably died. They tried there's no like they we don't see her like pop up and be like, Hey, wait. Like <laughs> yeah, we right. never we never hear from that woman again. Yeah, it it'd be terrifying if you like it pans over to the radio and you hear the radio but you also like off to the side you hear like splashing and like oh shit that would be be a crazy choice (laughs) crazy and like water splashes up onto the dock like onto the radio help and then all of a sudden it's eerily quiet (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) oh i thought like the the directing and i like like design aspects of it i mean it is so dark uh mm-hmm. lit when he is with alice yeah and then 
so bright when he's with Angela. Yeah, which I don't know. Is that giving off? The, is that just his how he feels, or is like I don't know? Because I don't feel like his. I don't know. I don't think the the movie is trying to say, like, look how terrible Alice is, and look how great Angela is. I kind of think it is. Damn. That's I kind of. I yeah. It's it's mean. I think it is supposed to be like, oh, this shrill, like, poor, dumb, like, brunette, uh, uh. M- mousy, mousy brunette that he's, like, stuck with now. Right. I don't know, because I think there's a reading of this movie that's, like, George, it, like, truly didn't have bad intentions with Alice and then just fell in love with Angela and didn't know what to do. Because right. it does seem like he's in love with Alice for the first part of the movie. Yeah. Um. You know, he has a t- you know he has a tough choice because on on one hand his girlfriend is pregnant, but on the other hand Elizabeth Taylor is fucking hot. Yeah. So what do you want him to do? <laughs> right. So I what mean, is he supposed to do? What are you supposed? What are you? What it's do a you real expect Sophie's a man to do. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What do you expect a man to do? It's not an easy choice. You got to either, you know, talk to her or kill her. And, like, <laughs> talking's hard, man. Yeah, I guess there is a scenario where he could have just been like, hey, I don't love you. I'm in love <laughs> with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> he he jumps right to, to murder, though. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm... Uh... <laughs> I'm a good listener, and I remember her saying she can't swim. I'm a good listener. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember that she's told me, that she can't fucking swim. So, what are you going to do? happens to fall in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing is, like, when she falls into the water, which we can all agree mm-hmm. she shouldn't have stood up on that boat, uh, why does good he Lord not else. then go to that guy and be like or like why does he not then run for help because even if his intention was like like relief that she drowned because now he can like be with whatever like don't you think it looks better mm-hmm. from like a like law standpoint if he's like he went to get help if if he like tried to get help yeah or if right, he was just yeah, yeah. like my wife drowned like we were we were boating she stood up she was done she was a shrill dumb woman she stood up and the boat flipped and i tried (laughs) to save her but i couldn't like that then i feel like it would have gone away so much you know quicker but him trying to hide it is what ultimately gets him killed yeah and I know I it's so know like Angela wouldn't find out. Made but a lot like, of the decisions he made. Yeah, no, he he. Uh, you, you know what? He doesn't make a lot of smart choices in this film. No, he's 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 the he's the shrill dumb wolf. Ooh, but he's so hot. Yeah. Well. Well. That's that's the stereotype, isn't it? <laughs> a dumb hot man. <laughs> dumb hot people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when Angela comes to see him in prison, 
She mm-hmm. walks into the threshold of the door. They stare at each other for a moment. And she says, I came to see you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was so funny. But then, so, okay. And then, um, so she says that dumb shit line. And then, uh, like, at the end of their conversation, she, I, I, I paraphrased, but um, I wrote, or she she said something to the in the vein of um it seems like we only spend our time together saying goodbye yeah and I was like damn all right you yeah. redeemed yourself with that one <laughs> <laughs> I came you, to see you yeah you're standing in front of me you, you seem idiot. very anti Angela and like none of this was our fault but you're 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 correct you know but i think it's because of the presumption i had going into this movie about how she was going to be like the materialistic one and he so was going to end up you, with brie you larson had at the preconceived end. judgments about a person and then despite them proving proving those judgments wrong you're still you still don't like them i, d- I that's yeah yeah i need to get over it okay um she was cool the whole time like she was yeah. very I found her Especially a little to annoying when he he was like, "My, I think my mom's dying," which was a lie. Um, Angela was just threatening. <laughs> Angela was just having, or not Angela. Alice was just having a meltdown at the train station. <laughs> um, and she's like, when he comes back, she's like, "You've been gone so long." It's like this. It couldn't have been more than two days. Right. But she's so in love after meeting him once. Right. Previous. Uh well and and he comes back from the drowning just just a shell of a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like and he keeps saying he's tired, which I get it. I get it. Get it. But like <laughs> you can only use that excuse like so many times in a row. When he also like He's like pouring himself whiskey and she like pulls him away from it. He's like, I just poured that. Like there's so many like, he's just trying to get drunk and like drown his sorrows. Yeah. Leave me alone. (laughs) But so she's like, okay, so he comes back and he's drinking and whatever. And he's like, I just want to be alone. And she's like, let's go out on the terrace, get dressed. And then he comes out in a Hawaiian shirt. And I don't know why, but that made me laugh so hard. Like, just put on a Hawaiian shirt and swallow your feelings. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Um, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. A, a Hawaiian shirt makes everything better. Just pretend it's fine. Put on your Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> um, yeah. Gotta keep up those, uh, you know, well, appearances. The, the part of the movie that I thought was, like, really well done is how um, our boy, the the DA, like like watching them piece the case back together like we saw what he did after it happened like we we see everything and then mm-hmm. we see the police and the district attorney like going back through and talking with all the guys he talked to and like seeing where he was and like them placing it together and i think that works really well but then i was mm-hmm. like why how in the world did he think this wouldn't get back to him yeah because he's <laughs> making dumb shit decisions the whole time yeah every step of the way yeah. You gotta work smarter, not harder. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, when when killing your girlfriend. 
Work smarter. Work smarter, not harder. Tyler Robertson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. We're we're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I wrote during the courtroom scene uh, was, he's so fucked. Because yeah. just out of the gates, it's like, okay, they've got a pretty good case against They've got a solid case. It's pretty airtight. Well, but <laughs> his lawyers are like, he told us that he had every intention of killing her, planned out this whole drowning, and then when he got out there, he said, no, thank you, never mind. And she stood mm-hmm. up. Um, And his lawyers are like, I believe him. I was like, <laughs> That's a, that is the most, like see-through defense <laughs> um i thought about doing it and then decided not to and then it happened anyway um right. but it's not my fault and then they put him <laughs> on the stand and he's like listen i had every intention of killing her and then yeah. i didn't and they go <gasps> the whole jury goes yeah <gasps> i mean like, when they read the verdict <laughs> they're like guilty the courtroom goes oh <laughs> like, yeah oh. Everyone reacts. It's very funny. But what I thought was funny about the jury reacting to him saying that, like, I did have every intent to to kill her that day. It's like they told you that earlier. Yeah. Now, like earlier in the in the day, they're like, yeah, he had every intention to kill her, but then he just had a change of heart. But then when he says it, it's like (gasps) this man had thoughts of murder. Had impure thoughts. Yeah. Also, like, not even just the, the like, the boat salesman seeing him or those Boy Scouts or, like, his car. But what really got me was, like, yeah, everyone knows you work together. Everyone at work knows you were dating. She saw a doctor, like, <laughs> yeah. about her pregnancy. She, like, she had, a, like, a landlady. Like, in what world would would, like, either people <laughs> not realize you're connected or... <laughs> or like Angela not find out. Like right. when people would come up to him and be like, "I'm so sorry, your girlfriend died." Like, oh, so many people <laughs> right. knew. Yeah. But that was the other thing is that because it was a, um, they say very early on, um, nine out of ten employees are women, um, which I wrote, "Yay, feminism!" Mm. Uh, don't date them to him. So that was like the other little plot thing mm-hmm. is that he was allowed to be dating someone he worked with right both his mother and angela seemed very okay at the end with the whole guilty verdict <laughs> right yeah his mom is just kind of like such is life um but his mom <laughs> again i think it's like it's it's the whole religious thing of like she says um, you must not be afraid of death. You must only be afraid of like, um, like your punishment in the afterlife. Like, so you know, admit yeah. your sins to God before, um, they kill you. <sighs> yeah. And he's like, I don't know if I did it. <laughs> um, and just not a tear from mom, you know. No, yeah. There's some. There's some issues there. Yeah. <laughs> when he calls her, when his uncle makes him call her, in the background, painted on the wall, it says, when was the last time you called your mother? Oh. 
Oh boy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because she's working at like a, like it, it seems like a homeless shelter or something. Mm-hmm. Along they don't have lines. phones, mama. They're homeless. They can't call <laughs> well, their moms. At the shelter, they probably could use the phone. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I didn't notice that poster. <laughs> Just <That's> move on. <laughs> yeah, they also had this like um, there were a couple of these throughout the movie where they would like really slowly crossfade between two scenes. Yeah, I wrote I like the swipes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was the one um where it's after the phone call with with mama and Uh um just so it's minute long crossfade (laughs) and um the mom she looks really sad like really sad even though it's like there was no bad news in that in that phone call he's getting a promotion he's got a girl with him well in the beginning of that phone call she's like are you calling to tell me you're coming home i've kept your bed made for you and she looks over at a bed yeah yeah Hmm. um and he says when he's telling his like um history to Angela's dad, he's like, I got out of there. And the way he says it makes it seem like I left it. I didn't look back. Right. Hmm. Um, and then Angela, also very okay with the fact that he got the guilty charge. <laughs> and said he's I mean, he in the end he says, Yeah, I, I was guilty. I feel guilty well, yeah, in my heart or whatever he says. Like, yeah, I think they're they're talking to the to a priest, mm-hmm, correct? Mm-hmm. And he's like, because because his mom, they're just sitting there, just um, chilling, chat chatting away with no supervision in his jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> um, after he's been convicted of murder, here, take this knife. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And the. He's like, did you talk to the governor? And his mom's like, yes, he's not going to do anything. Um, and then she's just like, listen, you need to, you need to um, repent for your sins. And he's like, well, I don't know, I don't know what they are. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if I'm guilty. And then the priest is like, when? <laughs> Which, by the way, um, I don't know, I don't know where the priest came up with this, but he says, when? The boat flipped, and you were like swimming to shore, like whatever, like those moments. Who were you thinking of? Were you thinking of um, Alice and saving her, or were you thinking of the other girl? And he looks at him. I don't think he says it, but like it's clear that he was thinking of Angela. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Then you're guilty." Um, and he's like, "Damn, yeah, I'm guilty." Uh, which is like, again, I like, I get why we didn't see further of like them struggling in the water. Like I get this is 1951 and it couldn't be too <laughs> dark, but I feel like that would just, that would just clarify so much. Oh uh, yeah. Right. But the, isn't the, I watched this movie five minutes ago and it's all already leaving my mind, but was the mm. final shot, it's him walking you know, towards the electric chair. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a straight on shot because we saw it was a tracking shot 
while he like walked past everyone else's cell and they were like <laughs> goodbye george goodbye george and i was like okay you shut up they're please. like god bless you yeah <laughs> i would have been like um stop please stop <laughs> yeah i know i'm about to die fuck off <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but then there's a straight on shot of of George and that's the final shot of the movie and i think does it does it cross fade to an image or like a a, a shot of angela to say like that's who he's thinking of now in in death as he's as he's like walking i think it it like f- like does a little flashback to them kissing yeah their like first kiss yeah um, so yeah, and I think that is the point yeah. that he's thinking of Angela. So I guess he's going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, like her not being that upset about it at that moment, like makes sense. It like made sense to me. She says, like, you know, I went to school. She's kind of like I've moved on in a way. Like we don't know how long it's been. Mm-hmm. But it's been at least like four or five months, you would think. And like from her perspective, this guy that she was like, oh, I'm going to marry him. We're in love with each other. She finds out like he was engaged to someone else, gotten her pregnant, and then (laughs) trying to kill her. Maybe killed her, yeah. Maybe killed her. And also like if you're Angela, you showed him that like... You told him how cold it was and hard to be in. Like, you told him not a lot of people went there. I think at that point you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, Am I an accomplice? Yeah, the guilt he puts on her is so crazy that I think it makes sense that at that point she's kind of like, I've just come to say goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) I've made my peace. But she she does say, I'll always love you. Yeah, and I think that's sweet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice thing to say to a guy who's about to get... (laughs) Fucking... It's a nice thing to say. <laughs> I also think it shows this is a crazy episode. <laughs> this is a crazy like movie. Had... It is, but I love this movie. I I feel like I've had every opinion on every character. <laughs> um, because <laughs> it's complex. Sure. But I think it shows like, like her saying, "I'll always love you," shows that it wasn't just like a fling. Like it was like a real, which goes to what I was saying earlier of like. Oh, he just met this girl and was immediately in love with her and couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Not that he should have killed his girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not saying that was the right move. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> he spent so much of this movie just thinking about um, drowning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then thinking about how he just maybe drowned someone. Yeah. Well, because Angela also tells him a couple drowned here. They never found the guy's body. And he's like, perfect. That's what I'll do. Yep. Oh, God. So, Courtney, I must ask. Mm -hmm. Why'd you pick this movie? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like. Okay. Well, this is this is on the AFI 100 best movies of all time. Oh, yeah. It's also on like a like a thousand movies you should watch before you die and it's considered a classic of american cinema um i think it's so interesting and weird 
And um, I mean, like we were just saying, like I've had every opinion about every character. And I think that's like like a good movie, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when it's like that complex that you're like, well, I could see it from all perspectives because like everything was so um, well thought out. I think it's well acted. I just wanted to show you how hot Montgomery Cliff is. <laughs> This is all a really long-winded answer for me, just being like, Montgomery Cliff is hot and I wanted to look at him for two hours. Um, <laughs> but, and and for our listeners to know not to have premarital sex. But Right. PSA. PSA. But I also truly, when I, I remember the first time I saw this movie in a film class, and I was like, whew, like I was <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> I just like... I I was on a Friday because it's like when all my phone classes were, and I remember walking out of the building and just walking around campus aimlessly for like a half hour. So I was like, that was the like weirdest thing. Like that, that was, was just some so, crazy shit. That was so odd, you know. Like it really like impacted me. And I was like, this is like it made me think. I thought about it for a long time, yeah. and it's one of those older movies that just like. Like I said, I feel like they could make it today and it wouldn't have to be changed that much, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, when watching it this time, like, the scene where she was asking for the abortion, like, really, which you didn't grasp at all, but really <laughs> affected me. <laughs> like, it was, like, really impactful for me and it, like, made me, like, really upset and I just think it's such a well-done movie on all, like, levels. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't tell if you hated it or not. No, I liked it. I'm just tired. <laughs> Yesterday was Tyler's birthday, and I asked him if he wanted to pick a different movie as a birthday present, and he said no. Maybe that would have been a good idea, because then we could have yeah. just watched like, a f- dumb, fun movie. <laughs> you didn't find this fun and dumb? Um, No. It was smart oh, and okay. fucking morbid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just want everyone to know that I was like, happy birthday, would you like to pick a movie? And you said, nope. <laughs> <sighs> um, I, We also did not go over um, the Academy Awards it was nominated for and won. So it was nominated for nine and it won six. That's that's pretty good. <clears throat> pretty, It's okay. That's pretty, babe. Um, that's pretty good. Did you watch the Golden Globes? Absolutely not. How dare you? <laughs> Actually, it's valid. <laughs> I want to watch Nomadland. I want to watch a lot of the movies nominated. I think we should do some of them on this podcast for award season. Oh, oh. I want to watch. I want to see Promising Young Woman. I want to see Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Golden Globes were interesting. Yeah, the, I heard the virtual thing was kind of weird. It was weird. It wasn't as weird as, like, I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I was just excited to see Tina and Amy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I the, and, that was the one, like, consistently positive thing I heard. <laughs> well, they're just delightful. And I, I also feel like, um, like, award shows and SNL happening makes me feel like, like a sense of normalcy in life mm. that, like, is gone everywhere else. Yeah. Um, so I watched them, and Emma and I did a bracket. Oh, yeah. Um, I won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but 
boy, I love award shows, and I think we should do some Oscar picks. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so the fun, the fun Oscars trivia is that this um, was shot in 1949 um, and released in 1951 because oh. Sunset Boulevard, which was also by Paramount, um, was released in 1950. Um, so the studio didn't want, like, didn't want the movies competing against each other at the Oscars. Right, two of their own movies. Right, which was the correct move because they totally would have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which do you think would have won? Um, you know, uh, probably this. Yeah. Uh, well. I think for what they won for, I don't think they would have maybe overlapped that much. Oh, sure. Like, they would have, like, best screenplay and, yeah, I think they would have only, only um, like, the ones they won, they only would have overlapped for screenplay. Hmm. And, like, the other ones that Sunset Boulevard won for was um, art direction and score, which... This movie's uh, a place in the sun's score was crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was like all over the place. Um, so dramatic. Oh no, this was also okay. Wait, hold on. Let me read these Oscars. Okay, so it won for um, <laughs> best director George Stevens, best screenplay Harry, Michael Wilson and Harry Brown. That'd be best adapted screenplay because this is based off a novel. Um, best cinematography, black mm. and white. Best co- uh, for William C. Meller, best costume design, black and white for Edith Head, uh, best film editing, William Hornbeck, and best uh, score, Franz Waxman. And then it was nominated for best picture, um, best actor in a leading role, Montgomery Clift, and best actress in a leading role for Shelley Winters. Shelley Winters being Alice. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, she really uh, like she really nailed the uh, crazy parts. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a nice slow burn. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could see her like breaking the more distant he becomes. Yeah, she has a nice like arc, and she does that well. Yeah. Um, but do you want to do some rotten reviews? Sure. It was it was kind of hard. To, not to find a Steve. Not to find, to find like that many negative reviews. Oh. Yeah. Or like funny ones, to be honest. <laughs> um, okay, so this is by Deke P, November 7th, 2016. Wow, so Trump has just been elected. <laughs> Literally. He, the country's reeling. <laughs> and he says, let me go to Rotten Tomatoes. You know what? My name is Deke P, and I'm going to watch Let me let off some steam with some rotten reviews. Okay. Interesting, if slow, period piece. Shelley Winters is well cast as her pathetic self. Liz is stunning and svelte. The guy is a mope. Inflation (laughs) example, canoe rental on Loon Lake, 25 cents an hour. One dollar for the whole day. Saw whole thing on TV 2016 with commercials. Two and a half stars. Oh my. Oh. 
I like that he got really hung up on the inflation stuff. <laughs> he was like, here's an example of inflation. Also, Great he's example. wrong. It was $2 for the whole day. Yeah. Excuse right. me. And he watched also, the he whole thing the on TV with, with commercials. Which we almost did. Yeah, I was dumb. <laughs> no, it, uh, it's it's on Philo. Uh, no, not Philo. Uh, Pluto. Pluto. Pluto TV. Um, it's free, but it's with commercials. But then you found out that it's on Amazon Prime. Which is yeah. Nice. <laughs> By the second ad break, I was like, I cannot do this. And I was like, yeah, do I buy it was the awful. Movie? It was the same two commercials every time. <laughs> he was like, should I just rent this movie right now? Like, also, it was going to add 45 minutes. Right, right. Ooh, 45 minutes of ads. That's absolutely not. And you know how I feel about run times to begin with. <laughs> I like couldn't handle it. So I, yeah. Well, and it's like, it's, um, there were, there were a few ad breaks where they just like couldn't find a good spot. So it's just yes. like, oh, okay. <laughs> It's like in the middle of like a sentence. So fucking nuts. Right. Okay. Here's our next one. Adam P. July 19th, oh. 2007. DP and Adam P. They're related. That's how far back I had to go. 2007. Good Lord. Um, And he writes, Montgomery Clift kills Shelly Winters. One star. <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole review. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. God, I, all I want is context. You know, I want to know what he what, uh, does. He like is it? It's is it because he likes Shelley Winter so much? Does he not like Montgomery Clift? I will say who knows. A lot, a a lot. So many, in fact, of the reviews. I almost like put them on here. But they're five star. Said something to the effect of. Like, Elizabeth Taylor is stunning, and Montgomery Cliff is a smoke show. Like, so <laughs> many of them were just like, wow, these two are hot. Yeah. And I was like, I Again, should just it... do all of those. Yeah. <laughs> the review is right. just like, ooh, there's so many, so many just talking about how hot Montgomery Cliff is. Well, and the- Not about um, his acting. The film- <laughs> No. No, no. The, the film- uh along with the like black and white once again making the women look like angels you know yeah everyone is gorgeous they look so soft yeah <laughs> every yeah everyone's a smoke show everyone's gorgeous yeah, yeah. <laughs> these reviews people if you're ever bored you should really just go on rotten tomatoes and <laughs> read some reviews because boy, boy, some people have some weird things to say. <laughs> All right. So the real review now, you say? I do say. Uh, people don't know this because you cut it out. I kind of wish you would have kept it in. Was the last last week when I was reading this review, I had to read it like four times because I kept <laughs> messing up. <laughs> and then by the end, I was speeding through it and like, uh, like <laughs> losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was that was rough. That would have been funny to just keep that in there. Uh, it was it was a fun edit for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Okay, I put my glasses on this time. 
Noir suspense merges with romantic tragedy in this stunning 1951 movie adapted from Theodore Dreiser's novel. It features two of the most beautiful people in movie history, Montgomery Clift and Elizabeth Taylor. Clift perfectly shows how bewildered, earnest, and yet conceited and evasive his character is. Taylor's feline self-possession is troubled by George's extravagant, ingenuous ingenuous passion. Um, Director George Stevens composes each shot and scene with masterly flair, with a superb eye for incidental detail. The sheer artistry with which the film is put together is remarkable, gripping from first to last. Peter Bradshaw, The Guardian. Wow. I mean, yeah, they are very pretty. I thought you took from that. <laughs> uh, feline is an interesting way to describe uh, Elizabeth Taylor. She's cat. Yeah. You know, what's weird is I wonder if this is, if cat on a hot tin roof had already come out. Because... <gasps> wow. That would be, that would be like a cheeky little detail for him to put in that review. I would... She like. I mean, like we were talking last week with Itanya and, like, women in the media, even just reading these reviews, like, older ones, like, the the way they describe Elizabeth Taylor is so sexist, and I think she was one of the first people that was just, like, crucified by the media constantly. Oh, um, but, like, one review I almost put in here, and then I was like, no, um, said, like, um, Elizabeth Taylor was actually... I mean, it was written more eloquently, but it was like, Elizabeth Taylor is actually good in this movie, which must be a credit to the uh, to the director. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was like, must be a miracle created by George Stevens or something. Like, it was put even more rudely. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof was 1958. Oh, okay. But So I he's just a prophet? That movie. Um, We will watch that soon. Okay. I bet you've seen it. I haven't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. No, uh, that was if if I hadn't seen it, if or, or if I didn't see it in um, film and culture, then I feel like that's where I, I saw it, it. Though it was in film and culture. But didn't you have Molly? Oh no, you did no, have Mitchell. I think we were in the same he, film and culture he, class. He, he cycled them out. I think Absolutely we were in the same not. class. <laughs> No, I took it like my junior year. Really? Because I was. Wow. All right. Um, then no. Because we I changed majors. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> um, but Courtney, uh, if you were asked by say me, how many uh, sure. Oscars you would give this movie? Mm. How many? How many Oscars would you give it? You know, I um as far as old movies go, I find this one to be great and um engaging. And I probably give it I think 8 out of 10 Oscars. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think it's a bit slow in the beginning, but then once he gets into it, once he once he starts thinking about drowning, it really picks up. The, just the i mean the just the the twist of yeah. that of that moment is like oh we are in a different movie now it feels like it feels like three movies almost yeah like there's the beginning <laughs> like rom-com 
weirdness like oh he's dating two women and then there's like him like thinking about drowning and then him like after the fact right i mean it's three acts but it does feel like three separate yeah whatever and it it, specific arcs yeah and i think it works really well yeah for sure that and it's a beautiful movie with beautiful people and beautiful music oh my god if you if you watch it for no other reason than they're all so hot (laughs) um but yeah i would i would give it the same um on first watch, I'll, I I should watch it again <laughs> when I'm like more lucid. <laughs> um, but it was uh, gripping nonetheless. Yeah. So wait, I know we don't have a movie picked out for next week. Correct. But are we? What's the timing on the whole like um, award season? Um. I don't know when the Oscars are, but I don't think the nominees have been announced yet. So I think we've got some time. So I think yeah, we, we do yeah. an awards movie next week. We'd be good. All right. I'm down. Okay. Do we know what are like the front runners? I don't even really know, honestly. <laughs> um, The front runners are, are Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, um... Ma Ma Rainey. I think there's like a Black longer bottom. title. Um Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, yeah. Yeah. Um Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh yeah, Mank. Oh yeah. I never watched that. I want to see it because I really I'm a big Fincher fan. Yeah. So I think that'll be good. Um Borat subsequent movie film true true i have seen that one yeah i have not yet the i think the um the girl the girl who plays his daughter i think she should get a um i that's what people are saying i will not be surprised if she does i'm hoping that palm springs um sneaks in as like a um something black horse i i'm hoping that it can be like a like um big sick and get a screenwriting nom, or maybe Andy Samberg could get an acting nom. That'd be pretty lit. I any any nominations. I loved that movie. We should watch that. Yeah, it was really good. It was so good. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, the if there's any year where, because like on a in a regular year, I don't think Palm Strings would have like any chance. I I but in the disagree. weirdness of 2020, really. Yeah, I think I feel it's like, like it would have. I think it's like eighth grade or the big sick where it can get one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wasn't big sick best picture nominated? Um. It was the year where they had like a a buttload of. Ten. I don't think so. No. It might have been because I also think maybe Holly Hunter was nominated for like supporting actress in that. Hmm. I think it was only nominated for screenplay oh okay that makes sense though for sure um but i think palm springs could and should sneak in there all right heck yeah yeah i think it's usually in march when we get the uh nominees so i think it's usually 
usually usually the globes happen the like second week in january and the oscars happen oh, but everything's... in february everything's pushed back so you usually right. would have gotten the nominations probably in february Already. yeah beginning of february okay. um but who knows man who knows it's a crazy year already. It's 2021 and everything's fixed. Yeah. Crazy. And I'm 26. Shit's popping off. <laughs> Are you watching anything good? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Do I you want to expand? <laughs> <laughs> uh. I watched the Minari that we talked about last Minari, episode. Minari, that's the other front runner that I forgot. Okay, it well well deserved because it was yeah. fantastic. Um, big recommend. Mm-hmm. As long as you're willing to spend twenty dollars on a movie ticket. Oof, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was really good. And then I've been watching. Uh, I watched season two of Dickinson. Oh, okay. On Apple TV Plus, which is really good. And I think you'd like it a lot because okay. it's it's the story of Emily Dickinson, but they um, and like everything is time period accurate except for the dialogue. Oh, okay. They talk like norm, like they talk like modern people. Okay. And uh, uh, Jenna Maroney's in it. <laughs> Jane Krakowski. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love her. She's 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 Emily Dickinson's mom. Oh, I'm into it. All right. So, I yeah. Have to watch it. Um, also, John Mulaney makes an appearance in season one. Really? Is there Nick Kroll in it? Nick Kroll makes an appearance yeah. in season two. You love to see it. You do. You certainly do. Um, and they've kind of gotten to the point in, like, Emily Dickinson's life where um, there's not a lot of information. Oh. So they are like shaping the plot around her poems. That's cool. So they're like inferring like what was going on in her life based on what she was writing about. Hmm. Yeah. It's super cool. And then I started season two of For All Mankind, which is also on Apple TV Plus. And I don't know that you'd be interested in it, <laughs> but it is a show about... um. It's like an alternate timeline show oh, where boy. they, it's just like, what if the space race hadn't ended? Oh. Um, like, what if it kept going? But, um, and the, but the reason is because the Russians made it to the moon first. So, like, it I think I've heard of this. The Americans. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Um, and I love NASA. So it's cool to see like what would have happened if we kept giving them money. <laughs> right. Um, but it's also like uh, the space race continues, but so does the Cold War. That that makes sense. So there's positives and negatives. <laughs> right. Because like there's a colony on the moon, which is pretty cool. But also we're still like threat level midnight with... Uh, uh, nukes oof yeah the possibility of nuclear warfare so but yeah how about you anything 
crazy? <laughs> um, I mean, I, f- I watched The Queen's Gambit, which I, I actually really liked. Heck yeah. I didn't like the first episode, but everything else I really liked. Agree. I watched The Flight Attendant um, on HBO Max. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And like Kaylee Cuoco was so yeah. good in it. There were like everyone in it was so good. I thought it was great. It was like fun and funny, but also really dark. Um Yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a great time yeah, I'm with that. Very excited to watch that. Um <laughs> and now I, I I don't have like anything to watch right now. I've like watched a few movies, I guess. But I'm like just like kind of rewatching Glee. <laughs> um <laughs> But I'm not to the point where it gets bad yet, so I'm like I'm like, well, let's let's hurry up to the, let's get to the crazy stuff, you know. Um, oh, you want to get there? You want to get there fast? I don't know. It's making me sad how good it is right now because I know it's gonna get really terrible. <laughs> so let's just skip to it. Like, let's yeah. get it over with, kind of thing. Yeah, and then you mm. you know you I mean, you know how invested I was in the Leah Michelle drama. Um, sure. Because every time we talked, I'd bring it up. Right. And it just pains me to watch it a little bit because i just want them all to be friends right and um, no, I, don't, I, get it. I don't like imagining her as a terrible person even though she kind of plays a shitty person on the show <laughs> and um it's tough it's really it's really tough um sure. i think i might i think don't get too excited i think i might watch wandavision hell yeah yeah i um you know i really like x-men and i've heard some things Heck yeah. Yeah. That make me think I'll like this. So I forget. Mm-hmm. How caught up are you on Marvel movies? Um, I saw uh Infinity War. I didn't okay. see, I didn't see Endgame and then I was forced to go to the second oh, Spider Man right. where they spoiled Endgame. Yes, right. <laughs> um so not seeing Endgame, even though uh Far From Home spider-man uh kind of spoiled it not seeing endgame is gonna make a, a few things confusing so i should so i should watch endgame yes i also think you will like endgame <sighs> it seems so boring and long it is it is so long but it is very fun it's a fun movie all right you wouldn't think it is because it's like post-apocalyptic like thanos just won it's like real dreary but then the mission to like save the world is like really fun well i do i like colby smolders so she makes an appearance i would assume there's also like 25 other people like she's the only a-list actors who also show up she's the only one i'm (laughs) concerned with everyone else i could do without (laughs) <laughs> um i picked like the least famous actor it's like that's the one i'm interested in oh yeah all right i guess i'll watch that and then maybe watch wandavision i think you'll definitely like wandavision for sure okay well everyone i recommend you watch um glee from 2009 so let it- me tell you i <laughs> i have watched glee um, yeah. I watched up until the point where the main guy, Finn, 
goes off to the army. Mm. Yeah. Or threatens to, or almost does, or something. Right. right. It was a long time ago, but yeah. I um. That's where I stopped. That's a fair. When they're in New York, things get not great. Okay. Um, I don't remember them ever being in New York. Okay, I think that's around that time. Listen, I have such a deep, similar to my feelings about Twilight. I feel about Glee. Like it's very, (laughs) they're very similar. God, I'm such a nerd, but they're very similar in my like. Like Glee was such a big deal. It was such a big deal, like to culture when it came out. Yeah. To be fair, it was a a huge show, but to me as a person, it was like. The most important thing in my life. I was like, oh my god, they have Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel guest starring. Like, this is everything I've been writing in my diary. Um, And so, I went. I went to the Glee tour. um, Oh. And I can say without a doubt that it was the best night of my life. (laughs) Um, and nothing will ever top it. But Hmm. um, I remember where I was when I heard that Corey Monteith died. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so so rewatching it now is giving me so many like nostalgic feelings. Sure. And um, then watching the first two seasons, like they're pretty good. Like crazy yeah. stuff happens, oh, but yeah. like they're it's intentionally crazy. Yeah. Like they're intentionally doing weird things because it was just a weird show. But like they have mm-hmm. control of it and it's like so good. And it just, I kind of feel like I should stop watching it because I think it's going to make me sad when it starts getting really shitty again. <laughs> huh. But Jane Lynch is like amazing in it. She's so funny. Every line she says is hilarious. <laughs> it's like what a, what a comedy masterclass just watching her on Glee is. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe one of the first things I saw Jane Lynch in. She wasn't she had a small cameo in Gilmore Girls. So that's definitely not where I found her. I doubt it. (laughs) But yeah. We'll be back next week with um maybe a a more modern movie for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tyler will have had some caffeine. Absolutely. And I'll have had less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't drink caffeine past like three p.m. because I'll like stay up all night. Oh, you're so even if it doesn't now. like. Yeah, twenty six. That's what it does to you. I feel like I, I'm still my back in the already phase hurts. Where I can, uh, drink like I just had like this much coffee. Just now. At like at like four. Oh man! Like I started drinking it at four while I was working. And I I will go to sleep at ten or eleven. No matter how tired I feel, mm-hmm. if I had drank that at four, I'd be up until three. At least. Yeah, no. <sighs> you kids. <laughs> I'm twenty five. <laughs> um, but Courtney, yeah. If people wanted to find you on the internet, where would they find you? Um. I'm at Cordell Hall. Everywhere. Heck yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Various uh, apartment searching apps. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. If you want to find me on the internet, that's where I'll be is on Zillow. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hot pads. It's a nightmare, guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and I am at Tyler's New Groove on Twitter and Instagram and not Letterboxd. Um, can never remember my Letterboxd, but um, if you want to keep up with the show, we are at Film Schooled FM on Twitter and Instagram, where we post um, t- uh, tweets about what we're going to be watching. And uh, every every episode, I do a waveform of the funniest moment. I mean, it's or the... Fun time. Or sometimes the dumbest Tyler, moment. Sometimes Tyler asks me what the moment should be, and I tell him, and then he picks a different one. <laughs> it's usually because it's over a minute long, and I can't, I can't do it, because then mm-hmm. it would have to be like an IGTV video or like a, um, well, it would have to be an IGTV video. And why is that a problem? Because then I'd have to reformat the the video to be in a vertical thing, and I tried mm-hmm. that one time, and it was really terrible. And the thumbnail didn't look right on the, um, like on the on the homepage of the, or on like our page. On our so grid. it was just a, it was a mess. I actually had to for the last week's one. I had to cut it down like, uh, quite a bit for it to like actually fit. So. Um. I don't remember what last week's one was. Me neither, honestly. What were we? Oh, it was Itanya with Rudy. No, it was Network. Is what it must have been, right? Oh yeah, no, I'm making that waveform. Oh my god, time is an enigma. Um, yeah, it was Network. What was it? Now I'm gonna lose my mind, but it doesn't matter. I'm sure it was uh, hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure it was a knee slapper. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next time with uh, a movie. You'll have to find a, you'll have to find us on Twitter to find out. But That's also, just say. leave the like and subscribe and write us a review. True, true. You can do that I'll in the meantime. S- yeah, you know, while I'll you're still, waiting. Um, if you write us a re- review, I'll still um it about bow on my Instagram. On <laughs> <laughs> um, your stories. Yeah, because no one's done it yet. All right. Yeah. So, get on it. Come on. And cut. cut. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go take a nap. You, I think you I just have to go to bed. <laughs> like you can take an eight-hour <laughs> oh, <yeah>. nap. <laughs> I think that's called going to sleep. 